It is 53-man roster projection time. The Falcons just wrapped up an absolute stinker of a game against the Steelers, losing 24-0. But we are going to do our best to predict Atlanta's final 53-man roster now that all three preseason games are in the books. And so let's jump right into it. Starting in the quarterback room, I've got Desmond Ritter and Taylor Heineke as your two quarterbacks on the active 53-man roster. Logan Woodside gets waived, and then he gets added back to the practice squad in my projection. Moving on to the running back room. This one is going to be a little bit different than our last roster projections. Bijan Algier, Cordero Patterson, I'm going to put a pin into, and I'm going to come back to in a moment. And then I've got TBD and Keith Smith at fullback. After watching Carlos Washington play, who I initially had on my 53-man roster, he wasn't even out there with the first-team offense today. Uh, when I say that today, I mean as we film this after the loss against the Steelers. I'm guessing Atlanta has not found their third-string running back. They will be hawks on the waiver wire and will likely add someone that gets cut elsewhere. Now, when I say third-string, you're probably wondering, Petey, what are you talking about? There's already three running backs. Robinson, Algier, Patterson. I wonder if they put Cordero Patterson on IR after the 53-man roster cutdown day, shut him down for the first month of the season, so thus they need a new third running back on their roster. So those are the running backs I have making it, and then I'm just going to kind of shoot my shot right now and say the Falcons 53-man roster, it is not completely put together. Atlanta will be making some additions because they've got a long weekend, so they will be watching plenty of other preseason football. I think at the end of the day, though, the Atlanta Falcons have the best running back room in the entire NFL, top to bottom. There are a lot of great running backs out there on other teams. But in terms of depth from first string to third string, how many other teams out there can say their backup running back rushed for 1,000 yards last year? Not saying B. John Robinson is better than every back in the league already, but top to bottom, you've got 1,000-yard rushers between Robinson, Algier, and Cordero Patterson. That is a luxury say the least so grade the Falcons running back room for me I give it an A I think this room will go as far as the running backs in the offensive line take them which the O-line we're going to rip them a new one in a few minutes but I think this running back room is a solid A let's talk wide receivers I've got five making it which is on the skinny side but Atlanta's not going to have a lot of big wide receiver packages 11 personnel with three wide receivers on the field Drake London Mac Holland, Scotty Miller, Kadero Hodge might get put on short-term IR, but again, you can't put anyone on IR before the roster cutdown day on Tuesday at 4 o'clock Eastern. You have to get them through that day, and then the next day you can put them on IR throughout the first four weeks of the season minimum, and then you can sign someone to their spot on the roster. And then there's Josh Ali, the little runt who is competing for that last roster spot, and he barely played against Pittsburgh. And initially, Rolly's like, Petey, what are you talking about? Like, Ali's not making the roster. I see that argument, but I flip it upside down and I go, I don't think Atlanta played anyone really all that much on Thursday night who they think was going to make the roster, right? They had their 53, 53 names written down. A list went down to Arthur Smith. He sat 45, probably, of those 53 guys. And Josh Ali had to go out there because someone has to take some snaps at wide receiver to keep the game moving. And I think Ali is joining Drake London, Mack Holland, Scotty Miller, and Kadero Hodge. And that leaves guys like J.J. Ortega-Whiteside, Penny Hart, Slade Bolden, Sexton, Z uh, Z Malone, excuse me, and Kalen Harris 
on the outside looking in, all competing for a spot on the practice squad. Wow, this offensive line is by far the most polarizing group on the roster. On the left-hand side, you have what should be a very, very good offensive line with a franchise left tackle in Jake Matthews, an up-and-coming rookie, hopefully, in Matthew Bergeron, a solid center in Drew Dahlman, a top-half center in the league, an all-pro guard in Chris Lindstrom, and a guy who was one of the best tackles in football last year, Caleb McGarry. But the backups were atrocious. I mean, I don't know if Atlanta will keep any of them outside of maybe Ryan Uziel. Everyone else looked cuttable. So I've got Tyler Vrabel making it because he was ahead of Jalen Mayfield against the Pittsburgh Steelers on the depth chart. I guess Josh Miles and Javon Gwynn get the next couple of spots. But you look at this depth chart here, and I think this is another room where Atlanta will be doing a lot of homework on other offensive linemen because they have no depth. And hey, if you lose 24-0 in the preseason because your backups get blown away by the Steelers starters, that's not the end of the world as long as your backups don't have to play in the regular season. But if we see some of these starters go down, I'm not going to reach for the panic button. I'm taking my sledgehammer out, and I am destroying the panic button. The offensive line has been awful. Let's put it how it is so far in the preseason. But it's been the second and third stringers, so shouldn't be much cause for concern as long as those guys don't see the field, which... Fingers crossed the offensive line, the starting five play all 17 games and don't miss a snap. But if they do, we have an issue. What was that? That's okay. Moving on to the next note here. Make sure to subscribe if you have not already. We're going to keep you guys in the loop all season long. So don't miss a single thing to the Atlanta Falcons. Week one, 16 days away, 15 days away, depending on when you are watching this. So if you are not subscribed, let's change that right now and have you join one of the fastest-growing Falcons YouTube communities out there. Tight end room, I've got three tight ends making it. Kyle Pitts, Jonu Smith, and Michael Pruitt. We haven't seen much of any, uh, if any, of these three tight ends so far in the preseason and training camp due to injuries. I don't have Parker Hesse making it. Maybe he does sneak on if there are injury concerns, but Pitts is back. I don't think Parker Hesse is going to find a spot with uh, a bit of a crowded tight end room. Switching gears, let's look at the defensive line now. Grady Jarrett, David Onyemata, Calais Campbell, Zach Harrison, Timmy Horney, and Taquan Graham. No offense to, I mean, London and Gaziano, two guys that have looked good in preseason games. But, again, players that were making plays in the preseason, and, and excuse me, in week three of the preseason, I think that just speaks volumes to where Atlanta viewed them on their depth chart because the Falcons did not play anyone of note in that last game. So for everyone that was on there, it was more or less the Falcons just being forced to play a preseason game that Arthur Smith didn't really look like he wanted anything to do with. Like, he was very active coaching-wise, but the game plan was not a single player who was going to make this roster is really going to touch this field without, with a few exceptions. Now, the linebacker room here, Bud Dupree, Caden Ellis, Roy Anderson, Arnold Ebichetti, Lorenzo Carter, Tay Davis, Nate Landman, and D'Angelo Malone. I think Tay Davis has really come on as of late. I think he has earned a roster spot. Malone and Landman are definitely battling for roster spots, but 31 through 36, I feel very comfortable with making, and I'm going to say 37 and 38 sneak on as well. And here are your four starting linebackers. Dupree, Anderson, Ellis, and Ebichetti. Lorenzo Carter, 
was left off the initial starting rotation. Let's see if he can get that job back going into week one. But I think those are all locks to make the roster. Now, if you are excited for week one like I was just talking about, drop a me down in the comment section. I'm talking to Archangel. I'm talking to all the OGs of the channel. Make sure you are typing me in the comment section because week one cannot get here soon enough. Now, if you have enjoyed watching some of the, at times, difficult preseason football to bear witness to for Atlanta, but you've enjoyed seeing the new hats on the sidelines, you can actually get the Falcons 2023 official sideline hats by using our link, chatsports.com slash falconsslhats. That link is in the comments and the description of today's video. So get the same hat that Arthur Smith, Desmond Ritter, Drake London, all the guys are wearing on the sidelines. Let's switch gears and let's get into the defensive backs now. A.J. Terrell, Jeff Okuda, D. Alford, those three and and Clark Phillips and Mike Hughes are making the roster. I think Cornell Armstrong and Trey Flowers make it and Darnell Hall gets cut. Maybe because this room is kind of banged up, they take all eight faces on screen. I'll be honest, this is the one room that has a pretzel in my head because we've seen so many different players here and different variations line up with the second string defense, the third string defense, the first string defense. I don't know what to expect out of Armstrong, Flowers, and Hall. But for now, I'll go with those seven players making and Darnell Hall, Darren Hall, excuse me, on the outside looking in. As for the safeties, Jesse Bates, Richie Grant, Jalen Hawkins, our preseason legends, DeMarco Hellams, and Micah Abernathy. Five safeties make it because all five guys have looked like they deserve a spot on an NFL roster. A lot of teams roll with four safeties, but in Atlanta's case, They've got five really talented players. I don't think they want to see them lose any of them, so I think they find a spot for all five on the roster. And to round it out, special teams units here, Youngway Koo, Bradley Pinion, and Liam McCullough are your final roster members. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is our 53-man roster projection following three preseason football games for the Dirty Birds. So how many wins for Atlanta in 2023? Shoot your shot down in the comment section. I think this is a nine-win team. I think there's a lot of talent on this roster. There is a lot of easy schedule games out there. But this is a team that unfortunately has not had a winning culture in quite some time. Hopefully that turns around this year. And I'm going to shoot my shot and say nine wins down below. That will do it for us, though. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed the coverage. And if you did, like the video, comment, subscribe. You guys know that stuff goes a really long way. It's greatly appreciated for producer Roly and myself. We will sign off. We will let you enjoy your weekend, and we will catch up later.